Which way, Lord? Part 2. God made us free moral agents. I said that last time, and uh, he would like for us to praise, honor, and worship him out of respect and out of gratitude. And that was the song we heard on the last tape, uh, Grateful. But God will not impose upon our will. So that means we have a choice. Now, do we follow God and his directions from the word, or do we go off on our own tangent? Of course, uh, we know what the wise choice is, and we know what the scriptures say. We also know the more we study God's word, the easier life will be as we travel along. Now, it is important for us to realize, when we ask God for directions, that it is going to affect our whole life. And I think this is the issue when it comes to asking God for directions. A lot of us, we're hesitant because we don't really want to do what God wants us to do because God likes to send us these different ways that we don't approve of. But here's the question, who are we? Who knows best, God or us? God who's already been there or us who hasn't been there yet and don't know what to expect when we get there. Now, this includes our job. This includes our relationships. This includes our finance. This includes everything. So it is only wise to say, which way, Lord? You lead and I will follow. Now, look at Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 7. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. In other words, I'm giving you some directions and I don't want you to forget them. And I want you to teach them to those you know, starting with your own household. Can't get any clearer than that. You see, it is so much easier to receive directions when we have submitted ourselves to God wholeheartedly. And that is the issue. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. That is the issue. So this is so true and so accurate. And that's why 1 John 1, 9 doesn't hurt one bit. When we confess and say, Lord, this is where I am. This is what I've done. I know I need you. And I need you to show me which way to go. And I need you to help me get away from this mess I'm in. Why should we act like everything is fine when we know it's not? Why should we act like we've done no wrong when we know we have? For God's sake, admit who you are, what you've done, and where you are. Huh? Come on, be truthful with yourself. Huh? I mean, you might lie to others. Please don't lie to God. But don't lie to yourself. Huh? We're lost without God's help. And the only way God can help us is we have to help ourselves by saying, Lord, I'm giving myself to you, my whole self. 
Didn't Jesus say, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man open, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. God is not going to knock your door down. God is not going to bust out your windows. And then when you let him in, don't say, Now, you sit here in this living room. And don't you go in that kitchen. And please don't open those closets. And don't go upstairs to those bedrooms. That's what we're doing to God. We're limiting him. And that is not asking for directions. That's not saying which way, Lord. That, that's, 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 that's not good. Huh? We should acknowledge who we are, what we are, what we've done, and then say, Lord, now show me which way to go. Many times we, we, we're literally standing in our own way. We're stepping on our own feet. We simply have to acknowledge that our feelings and our way mean nothing compared to what God wants for us. You see, God wants the best, and we're settling with maybe what's good. You know, and God wants to give us the best, but the best is going to cost us a little something. And we're like, nah, I ain't trying to pay that. Well, that's what's best for you. Well, I'm just going to settle for what's good. Huh? And you go back to that scripture of Jeremiah where he says, I know what plans I have for you. You know the scripture. Jeremiah 11 and 12. You can look it up if you don't know. You should know it by heart by now if you're listening to me preach. Now, of course, things are not going to work out when we don't want them to. Because we're not trying to make them work. But remember, you are what you choose. We have to learn how to be patient and let God work his perfect work in our life. God will give us the necessary discernment and he will prepare our mind, our heart, and our soul if we just get out of the way. Whatever you do, please don't go on without God. Please don't decide, well, I hear what you're saying. But I've decided to do thus and thus. Don't 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 do that. I I, I hear what you're saying. You know, don't don't marry this person. But I I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry him anyway. Please, please. I I I I'm a marriage counselor. Don't don't do that. I've told a few folks that, and they did it. And then they come back later and say, "Man, I wish I'd listened to you." Yeah, I wish you had too. Huh? Just do what the word says. In Psalms 119, 105, 106, by your words, I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. I've committed myself and I'll never turn back from living by your righteous order. Everything's falling apart on me. Everything's falling on me. God, put me together again with your word. And then Psalms, one, uh, Psalms 19, 14, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my God, my strength and my redeemer. I'm not going to stretch this out. Let's just bring Joseph, put him on the stand and let Joseph testify. And then we can hear from Hezekiah Walker talking about how faithful God is in song. Joseph, take the stand. I know you swear to tell the truth, nothing but the truth. So if you got, I already know that. Now, Joseph, listen, you've been having dreams, correct? Yes, I understand. Now, in these dreams, you said you saw your brothers bowing down to you, and you mistakenly told them, and 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 yeah, you Joseph, you got uh, you oh Jacob, you your dad's favorite, yeah, and he gave you that jacket uh, of many colors, yes, and the brothers didn't like you for that. I I, I understand, yeah, yeah. Now, what did they do? 
they took you out one day and they threw you in a hole. My God. And you love the Lord and you've shown that you love the Lord and you and the brothers know you love the Lord and they know you have these dreams that are allegedly from God. Yes, yes. They threw you in a hole. My God. They wanted to kill you, but they changed their mind. They sold you to the Egyptians because they heard them coming by in a caravan. Wow, your own brothers. My God. Now, when they sold you, to these Egyptians, Potiphar was the guy's name, yeah, and he ran the jails, I see. But he put you in charge of his house and made you a servant or a slave in his house. And you ran the house for several years, yes. And he said, everything is in your charge, I see, I see. Now, what happened when you were at that house? You, you did a good job, yes, yes. Uh, Mrs. Potiphar, I see. You don't remember her name. No, no, no okay, That's, that, you, will. you don't have to. But Mrs. Potiphar, I'm, I'm not going to ask you how she looked, but but she but she was young, I see, and but you were younger than her, yes. She she had eyes for you. Oh, I see. So you didn't do no 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 oh no no you didn't do anything, but she did. I see. What did she say? She said to me, "Listen, boy, I want you, and you're gonna be with me." And what did you say to her? You said, "No way, Jose." I see. And you told her, you told her you love the Lord and that Potiphar has put you in charge of this house. And that didn't mean to take advantage of anything in this house, especially his wife. You told her that. Yes. And what did she say? She said, I don't care about none of that. We're going to be together and that's it. And what did you do? I avoided her. And so what, what happened? One day she cornered me. And how so? She cornered me and I saw what she was intending to do. And what did you do? I ran. Good for you. And what happened? I came out of my, she grabbed my jacket. I came out of that jacket and I ran. Ah, uh, and what did she do? She took that jacket and she told Potiphar when he got home that I tried to rape her. Are you serious? Yep, that's what she did. Told her husband I tried to rape her. And what did he do? Well, to save face, he knew it wasn't true. And, and, and to save face, it, first of all, did he even talk to the other sir? Yeah, he did and they told him. And 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 he, and he knew it wasn't true, but to save face, nevertheless, even after talking to the other servants, he put me in jail. Wow, wow! And you've been praying all this time, yeah. And you're asking God for direction in which way? Yep. And somehow this is what God is doing. And I just said, "All right, Lord, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just gonna keep following you." Wow, you got a lot of faith. So in jail now, you're in jail for a couple of years, and what happens? Well, some baker and some butler come down there and they said that they were having dreams and they didn't know what was going on. And, and I said, well, you know what? The Lord has blessed me to be able to interpret dreams. Why don't you tell me the dream? And so they told me the dreams and I'm going to save you a lot of time here. I'm not going to go into details. Uh, you can always look it up. It's right there in the word. And, uh, you know, I told them in these dreams that one of them would be uh, set back up into the palace and the other one, unfortunately, he gonna lose his head. And so, sure enough, uh, the, the the servants came uh, and and said, "Hey, you know, you come on back up, and you step over here." And he lost his head. And I told the one who was going back up, I said, "Listen, when you go back upstairs, can you just remember me and and tell the king about me?" And he said, "Oh, sure. Do you know that guy got up there and for two years he never said a word to the king?" But guess what happened? What happened? Well, the king was having these dreams. 
and he couldn't figure out what was going on. And he asked all the men in the land and nobody could figure it out. And then the guy who went back upstairs remembered, oh, by the way, there's a guy in the jail. He can interpret dreams. Now, all this time, years have passed. I mean, and, and, and I'm asking the Lord for direction in which way. And years have passed and they come down there and they said, we understand that you can interpret dreams. The king wants to talk to you. And I go upstairs and the king gives me his dreams about the seven cows and so forth and so on. And I interpret the dream and he makes me second in charge in all of Egypt. So you went from a slave in jail to second, in, yep, second in charge. And what was all this about? God was trying to show me that not only did he want to reach out to Egypt, but he was saving some of the other lands because then in this drought, they would all look to God. They would all look to me and I would lead them toward God. Wow. And if you want the details of it, you got to go and you got to read the word. But basically, even my own brothers had to come from Israel to Egypt to get food. And you know the story. They didn't recognize me, obviously, because I'm in all this Egyptian garb. But when I saw them, my heart dropped. I just cried. I'm like, oh, my God, they're all still living. And I asked them about my father, and I didn't tell them who I was yet. I just asked them if it was anybody else. And I asked them about my younger brother, Benjamin, and they told me that. And again, you have to read the story to get into the details of all of it. Yes, I don't want you to testify too long here. But what did you eventually tell them? Did you show them who you were? Oh, yes, I did. After a while, I, I told them who I was, and they thought I was going to kill them. And I said, no, no, I'm not angry with you. Because what you meant for bad, God meant for good. God had a plan. Wow. So in all of this, what you're telling me is all of this happened for a reason. God took the long way around and telling you which way and all you had to do was follow and not go off on your own tent. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, let's, let's just pray then. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus for this message. Which way, Lord? Part two. And we pray that somebody got something out of this, either through Joseph's testimony, either through the message itself, or for the song that's going to be sang here by Hezekiah Walker. Father, in the name of Jesus, we praise you for who you are. We thank you for who you are. We're grateful for who you are. And Lord, we, we, just, we thank you for your faithfulness, for all of what you've done in our life and in, 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 in all of the testimony of the Bible. Oh, God. And just right now, we're saying, God, Show us the way, as you showed David, as you showed Joseph, as you showed Moses, as you showed Abraham. There's just so many examples, so many testimonies. And Lord, we, you are faithful, and, 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 and we want to be faithful to you. Now show us the direction and show us the way. In the name of Jesus, we praise you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries, Weekly Encouragements by Nam Ware. And I want you to share this on Spotify or Apple on podcasts, but please spread this around. Let somebody be helped. Let somebody be blessed. Let somebody be encouraged. Oh boy. Come on, Hezekiah, and sing to us.
people.